I V M. BQ Big Decisions, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that helps you make the right financial choices. Hey guys, thanks for listening in. This is BQ Big Decisions, and I'm Alex Matthew. You know, my mother is a homemaker. and growing up i don't think i fully appreciated everything that she did to ensure that our household was run efficiently as they say the wisdom of retrospect is flawless i know now that it's a full time job and vital especially when there are children to take care of today's podcast is meant for women like my mom i firmly believe and i'm sure my guest today will agree that it's important for homemakers to be involved in major financial decision making and there's a lot that they can do to contribute to the financial well-being of their families if you're the son daughter or husband of a homemaker you should listen to this as well it's equally important for you to understand how you can involve her in financial planning that is if you aren't already My guest today is financial educator and registered investment advisor Mrin Agarwal. Thanks so much for joining me Mrin. Thank you Alex. I I thought of this topic and incidentally when I was writing uh, a few thoughts down my mum called and I I told her that I was writing about her and she said, "Oh, what are you writing about me?" and then I told her and she said, "Yeah, well, now you realize." Yes. That's something that comes to you later in, later in life when you when you perhaps start a house of your own. Yes, absolutely. Now, let's get down to it, right? Um it's first of all, um like I said at the start, it's a full-time job and sometimes it's the mindset of only doing a certain number of things and leaving certain other things responsibilities say to well, the man of the house. That's got to change, hasn't it? Oh yes, absolutely. And you know, you were talking about your mother. I just want to tell you that my mom used to manage the family finances fully um when I was growing up. Mm. Um unfortunately, she's not here anymore, but mm. she used to manage the family finances and I think, you know, I got it from her that I also need to manage my money on my own. But yes, I think uh, what is really required is for men to just get a little bit more progressive mm. and believe uh that women can do it actually it's a uh, you know both men and women need to believe that women can do it yes. and i think men really need to open up a bit more but i think for that women will also have to start speaking up mm. many times what happens is that it, as you mentioned that this is something that's just uh, well in today's parlance outsourced yeah. to the men yeah. uh but i i do firmly believe that for their own well-being women need to start speaking up about this but you know outsourced is a good word for it because uh, sometimes and i know people who say hey i've got enough on my plate already why would you say it's 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 very important what are the aspects uh, of the managing of money that you think is so important for a homemaker to understand well first and foremost just from a security perspective you mm. know for example if uh, something happens to her husband yeah. um so she should be aware of all the investments and um where they are and i i've seen many cases where uh women find it so so difficult to manage money uh when they lose their spouses um and uh, so one is you know purely from a security perspective and yeah. from their own awareness perspective mm. 
the other point is also that um, just because you're a homemaker doesn't mean that you don't have your own goals yes. right or um, there are not things that you want out of life like uh, for example um, you might want to do a lot of travel mm. or um, you might have um, you might want to set up a farm for example or right? something as simple as uh, you know joining a gym or going for a swimming class every yeah. every month yeah yeah so uh, what i'm saying is that one is the larger financial goals mm. uh, also uh, could be different and also you know for the smaller expenses and everything as well um, i certainly think uh, that the women need to be aware plus the final thing as we all know that we all learn from our mothers so certainly if they are knowledgeable they're going to pass this knowledge on to their children okay so you're saying that for the future yes. it's important for the next generation as well so we've covered a few aspects as to why women should uh, really get involved uh, there's another factor here and this is one could say something that is so deeply ingrained um, and a little insidious in that sense a lot of people that i know say that they're just incapable of handling money and that's not something that is true because you know a lot of financial planners that i speak to and i'm sure that you have a similar view is that though you should speak to a financial planner when you're going about uh, planning for your future it's not really rocket science in that sense right it's something that everybody can pick up to a certain extent yes you can you just need to believe in yourself mm. that's about it mm. but see what i'm trying to understand here is what can somebody do in terms of at least trying to ask the right questions they need to start reading say yeah they need to start reading um i think uh, one of the other big issues that women face um is that uh, many times the husband does not want to get the wife involved yeah. right so as i said start reading up um uh, do it slowly right i think one of the good ways to really start is by uh, just you know creating um a, a spreadsheet with all the investments that you have so mm. that at least that way you come to know firstly what you have or maintaining a diary yes or maintaining a maintaining it in a diary as well and i think basically if you start showing more interest mm. and uh, you, you know start having little conversations you know so for example uh, you could read uh, some of the newspaper columns or you could look at some of the digital content that's there or listen to this podcast or listen to this podcast of course um um you know so you know so just spend let's say about half an hour in a day um in gaining knowledge and get in whatever you've gained as knowledge into conversations you know because that is a very subtle way of making people aware that hey there's something that you know better than me mm. and one more thing is that a lot of women uh, believe that the men know better i can tell you they don't <laughs> <laughs> i'll take your word for it um no but so there's one thing that i want to address here and and this is i think not an issue that only homemakers face i think it's an issue that all people who have never worked face hmm. is that they don't tend to understand the true value of the money that they're spending um, i think this happens for teenagers nowadays that get money or even back in the day right when you get pocket money um, if it is severely restricted you value it but if it is not and if it's free flowing and you tend to go a little overboard you don't know what's gone into the earning of that yes do you think that that's a major issue that needs to be tackled early on 
Yes, Alex, I do see this to be a problem. And um, I think it's a bigger problem because, you know, sometimes you also tend to get this branded as a person who's just a spender mm. and who doesn't really know how to save yeah. or who doesn't really know how to think of long term. And in such a situation, people are really not going to share their financial information with you. So, yeah. yeah. I, and look, it's not it's not something that is so... Um, unexpected or difficult to understand, right? Uh, I think from the perspective of a homemaker, they're trying to make their house or home as comfortable as possible and trying to provide as many comforts as they possibly can. And you would tend to forget about the larger picture in that sense sometimes, right? Yes, yes, that's right. Shumrin, I think that that perhaps is one of the major reasons, like you said, for men to not trust their wives with their finances, that to go to such an extent as to say, hey, I don't want you controlling the finances because I've worked hard for this money and you can't go out and spend all of it. it that's a behavioral issue, but it needs to be fixed and it can be fixed, I would think. How, how do you think we can go about that? I think that um, whatever you're spending, there should be a budget around it. I mean, you should never just think that money is freely available, so I'm just going to go spend it. Um, and you really need to create a budget and you need to show that you're in control of the expenses. You know, like you might go 10% overboard, but of course, if you're going 20, 30% overboard, then it just shows that you don't have any control. And it also is going to just lead to more secrecy around finances. It's tougher now, I would think, because we're living in the age of ultimate consumerism, right? Because you see stuff on, on discount and it's very easy to go and splurge. Uh, so what you're saying... At the makes, click of a button, at yes. At the click of a button, it's yeah. It's just so easy to keep buying. Yeah, and I think a lot of applications have made it even simpler, right? Because the OTP fills up on its own. Yeah, well, you can buy through Instagram, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> okay. No, but that's a topic for another day. Yeah. Speaking about this, but on the other end of the spectrum, Rin, and that's a problem too, um, women sometimes, or rather a lot of times, feel a little guilty about asking for money. And that's something that shouldn't ever happen. Yeah, it shouldn't. Because you should remember that if somebody has decided to be a homemaker, firstly, she has given up the opportunity to do, maybe if she wanted to work, she's given up that opportunity. Number two, she is taking care of the house and the family. And, um, you know, I really don't think that you can attach a financial value to that. Mm -hmm. I know that uh, there have been some studies where they say, you know, maybe 50 to 60,000 rupees a month, but I don't agree with that. And I don't think that there's any financial value that you can attach to somebody who's taking care of your house and your family because you really cannot get anybody else to do it the way she would. And hence, I feel... Uh, and I have seen this attitude a lot where men keep saying, oh, my wife just keeps spending all the time. That's yeah. all that she knows to do and all. But you should remember that she also needs her outlet and she also needs to have her fun. Yeah. Um, and I think the way to uh, basically tackle this issue is to have a discretionary spending budget. Uh, with no questions asked. And I, I, I really think that it is a right of the wife to have this. Um, I think the husband and wife uh, should decide as to what is this amount. Um, and, I, and it should be no questions asked beyond that. You know, on one of the very early uh, conversations that we had on BQ Big Decisions, 
well, one of the ideas that was mooted in terms of maintaining your finances to have uh, multiple accounts, uh, especially if you have both couples or, or both individuals in a, a relationship earning their own salaries, right? So you have your salary account, you have a joint account for expenses, and you have another one for investments. But that salaried account remains your own account. Would you say that such an idea is, is good in this instance as well, where the wife or the homemaker has her own account and that discretionary spend can then get sent uh, at the start of the month, something that's decided well in advance. At the start of the month, it gets transferred and she can spend it the way she wants. Yes, I believe that it, the way to go, uh, she should have her own account um, and she can do what she wants with that account. Mm. Okay, now... Another aspect of this is that none of this will work if you don't sit together and talk about yeah. it, right? That's the key element here. Yeah. Um, what are the things that you would say first uh, need to be done in order to initiate that conversation? Who does it? In an ideal situation, of course, I think that you know the person who's earning the money has to sit down and say, hey, you know what? I understand that you need this money. Let's talk about what you need the money for. Yeah, well, that's an ideal situation which really never happens. So, um, yeah, you know, we hear so much about speaking up these days. And I think this is another thing where women need to speak up for themselves. First of all, they need to stop feeling guilty about the money that they're spending. And uh, it, it's not an easy conversation to have. Um, I can tell you that. Uh, but uh, they need to initiate the conversation um, you know, if there are any any concerns or if there are any financial frustrations that that the um, that the husband has, uh, also needs to be talked about, right? I mean, maybe the husband is um, is is not earning well enough, and you know, he's really trying to hide it. Yeah. So I think you know a very open conversation uh, needs to be had, uh, and it has to be initiated by the woman. Mm. Okay. So once you've done that, what are the various aspects that you say need to be discussed? Uh, one, of course, on this discretionary expense, the other very big aspect is about insurance. Sure. I see that women don't tend to take life insurance or medical insurance, especially homemakers. Mm. So they should take, they should also be covered uh, under life and medical insurance. More importantly, uh, they should also check uh, how they, how much cover their husband has got. Because if he's the prime earning member, mm. um, then certainly he needs to be having a good amount of cover. And uh, in India, uh, people are terribly underinsured. So yes. that's another thing that really needs to be taken up. I want to ask about this life insurance piece because I, I think logically, uh, when say a homemaker says, why do I need life insurance? She's saying that, insurance, the life insurance as a definition is insurance against loss of future income and she's yeah. not earning. Uh, so why do you say it's important to have? So if she's not there, um, you need someone to take care of your house and mm. you need someone to take care of, you need external help mm. to take care of your children as well. And there's an amount of money that you'll have to spend extra for that. Yeah. So, you know, so that's, she also has an economic value. So there is a value, yes. yes. So I think it goes back to your point where you said that it's very hard to quantify yeah. this, but there is an economic value. Yes. And incidentally, there are economists who are trying to uh, you know, put this into the calculation of a country's GDP. Yeah. Because you have a large number of women that are homemakers yes. and that are essentially contributing uh, in some manner. But like you said, it's really hard 
to yes. quantify. Now, having said that, you've spoken about life insurance. You've st- spoken about health insurance, which is absolutely important to have. What else is there to talk about? Um, I think financial documentation is a uh, is a piece that's um, ignored quite a bit. Mm. Um, you know, so for example, uh, in all the bank accounts, what is the holding pattern? Is it joint or either a survivor? Who are the nominees? Um, what do you think it should Id- uh, idly be in this? Situation? Either a survivor. Either or survivor. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, who are the nominees? For example, mm. uh, especially in insurance, who are the nominees? Yes. So basically, ensure that paperwork is uh, put in order again, mm. uh, because that's one thing that I see that people don't tend to ever have paperwork in order. I think nobody does. It's, yeah. it's a, it's a, uh, you know, it's a common problem that a lot of people face, and. I think that needs to be fixed. Yes. And uh, other than that, of course, in discussion on financial goals is very important uh, because, uh, again, um, you know, to have both the husband and wife on the same page on financial goals is not easy these days. Mm. Um, you know, even with children's education, for example, um, the child might want to go abroad to study. Yeah. The father might think that the child will study in India. Sure. While the mother is, of course, more in tune with the, what the children want, right? Sure. So uh, from that perspective, uh, it's important to have a conversation around the financial goals of mm. the family mm. and how these goals are met. Because again, um, uh, the husband could be trading in stocks, which yeah. is not something that the wife is going to be comfortable in. Yeah. Um, so, um, so I think, you know, these are very important conversations, uh, to have. So I have a friend and they are into business. The lady is a stay at home mom. So she gave up her career, um, to, uh, basically ensure wellness of the family. Yeah. Now her biggest issue is that with business, of course, it's always a risk and, you know, the income is not all that steady Yeah. and the husband tends to invest all the money in stocks. And he trades stocks. When you say all the money, it's... Most of the money is what I mean. Majority of the savings are used to trade in stocks. Mm. Whereas she's the type who wants to just put everything in fixed deposit because Mm. she's worried about the security of the children. Yes. And so she was talking to me and she was asking me that what's a better way to invest? And I said, why don't you look at doing some mutual funds instead of uh, doing trading in stocks? Mm. And uh, it's difficult because I know till now her husband has not agreed to basically move into mutual funds because Mm. he believes he knows better. Mm. Um, So these are difficult conversations. And what I have advised her is just be at it. I mean, Mm. just keep telling him, Mm. why don't, why don't we put money in mutual funds and, um, and, and do that. And of course her own savings, Mm. uh, which she had uh, when, when she was working Mm. uh, that she has deployed in mutual funds. So that's a good way also to uh, show her husband that she's capable of managing her money and uh, at the same time, she's going to try out other instruments through proper financial advice. That's that's a very good point because on on an earlier conversation uh, on BQ Big Decisions, we've talked about the importance of understanding your risk profile. Yeah. Um, and clearly, your risk profile changes uh, a little bit when you get married because your uh, dependence change, right? Um, per se, your capability of taking a risk uh, will change if you have uh, other people who are depending on you. And I I don't think that enough people understand that. Uh, So that's an important conversation to have as well. You mentioned that uh, the person that you were speaking about is someone who left a job and then became a homemaker. That's a different scenario altogether, right? Because you would think that these people, a lot of them, 
have a certain amount of savings what do you think they should do about that um so of course uh, they need to firstly figure out what are their financial goals like what are they going to use this money for mm. and and then invest that money um obviously i think that one of the uh, uh one of the goals from this investment should also be to get some sort of regular return right so because that really adds on to her discretionary income then mm. uh but essentially it's about uh figuring out your financial goals and investing as per your goals mm. and managing it yourself i mean i really believe that in in a situation like that i mentioned you should really not just hand over this money to your husband and say okay now manage this as well yeah yeah okay now i also want to get into uh, whether or not uh, a homemaker can also um add to the income of the family uh, would you recommend that that's a good thing to do even if it's in a very small capacity yes they should because uh, more than anything else uh, of course you know any extra money is always good but more than anything else uh, you have to also remember that beyond the point the kids are not going to be there mm-hmm. and it's going to be difficult for them to get back to work at that point in time sure. so from that perspective also it makes sense for them to okay, to start looking at an alternate um source of income source of income yes yeah and apart from being gainfully employed yes. it's also keeping you active right yes yes okay fair enough um and finally i think there's something that you think is very important and i'm sure a lot of people uh, in this sphere also uh, agree is that it's most important to get financial advice and from the right person so if a couple does approach a financial planner uh, that's the best outcome really Yes they should a fee only financial planner who can help draw up a financial plan for them um uh, in sync with their financial goals and who can also educate them uh, especially if uh, the woman wants to also get further educated on how to manage her money yeah. the the financial planner can also educate her in terms of how she should Uh, on on money management mm. and also her individual goals which yes. a lot of people a lot of times gets overlooked yes yes all right i think we've broadly covered the bases on this conversation rin i'm sure that if any of my, my listeners have any questions uh, they're going to write to us and i'll share them with you and i'm sure that you'll be happy to answer them thank you alex thanks so much for being here well dear listener i hope that this conversation helped you or someone that you hold dear That's all we have on this edition of BQ Big Decisions but there's a lot more that'll come up in this space so watch out for a BQ Big Decisions episode every weekend. Thanks so much for listening. This is Alex Matthew signing off. Have a great weekend. If you enjoyed Big Decisions, check out some other podcasts on the IVM Podcast Network. You can check out Paisa Vaisa hosted by Anupam Gupta. Advertising is Jared hosted by Varun Dogirala. The Ronnie Screwwala podcast hosted by Ronnie Screwwala or Cyrus says hosted by Cyrus Procha. These shows are available on the IBM Podcast website, app, or wherever you get your podcast from. How aware do you think you are of your laws and rights? Do you look up to laws when you are caught up in situations? Do you know what your rights are when you're stuck somewhere bad? Well, here's a show that can help you move an inch closer to being aware of what your rights are. Tune into Know Your Kanoon with me, Amar Rana. This is a podcast meant to answer all your law-related queries. Catch Know Your Kanoon every week on the IVM website or the app or anywhere you get your podcast from. What do we have to do? 
<laughs> Welcome to Water Play, you guys. This is the favorite sports podcast of several sports persons, such as myself, Dudeja, and Mikhail, who also happen to be the hosts. Yes, uh, yeah. you, you should definitely listen to our podcast for our take and quite a uninformed but hilarious take on, on sports, sports every week. Uh, we give out awards. We discuss uh, what happened in the world of sports, and uh, we, we take we, breaks as well. We come up with jingles and sound effects on the go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you should definitely give give us an example of a sound effect, Rajesh. Bolo mein tiwade. Yeah, tune in for some of that, bro. <laughs> you can catch us on the IBM network every Wednesday on the go. On the Wednesday, in the Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. Wednesday. What a player. What a player. W. Wednesday. W. Wow. Oh, Wednesday. Wednesday to Wednesday. What a player. Matthew Wade.